Hey guys, welcome to The Bee Effect. I'm here tonight. I am continuing my marriage segment, Collective Joy. And tonight I have Christina and Sean here with me. And they have been married for 15 years. They have one beautiful daughter, Verona. <laughs> and so they're going to talk to me about, about married life their way. So yeah. let's just get into it. So I'm going to start with you, Sean. So tell okay. me. Why did you get married? Oh, <laughs> I got married because we'd already been together for three years at that point. And it's kind of embarrassing, but like my, I'm from New Jersey originally and my family's all out there. They just happened to be coming for like Easter, I guess was the reason, why were, what was the reason they were coming? Um, spring break. Spring break or something, I don't know. My mom and my sister and my brother, they had time off and they was like a month out and they wanted to visit us in Louisville. And we were sitting and having dinner in O'Charlie's one night, me and Christina, and we literally were like, hey, while they're here, should we just get married? And it was like a not romantic thing at all. It was very like transactional. Like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Okay, well, we'll do that. And it's like, I didn't like, it wasn't a proposal. And now that I look back on it, but we were like kids. And like, I mean, we were, I mean, I say kids, but we so were So how like, old were you? Sure. We were like, I was, what, 23, something like that? I don't even know. I was like 24. She was probably like 25. Okay. Yeah, and it's like we knew we were going to get married. It, I don't know. We just knew we were going to get married. So, And we knew it was something that we were going to have to like do ourselves because we didn't have parents that were going to like help us pay for it. Gotcha. So it was like, let's just do it. I don't know. And it's just like, you know, our, his family was going to be here. I mean, all of his family. It was a big deal for them to be out anyway. Yeah. And the thought of like them coming out a second time because it's like it wasn't gonna travel is expensive and yeah. it was literally like just logistically because i guess we're a couple of capricorns and we were like <laughs> it was like a business decision almost like yes. oh wait 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 one minute so i knew christina was a capricorn sean are you a capricorn too i am huh. my birthday is christmas day wow yeah. A December and a January Capricorn, right? Or no, no we're, we're both, both December, December Capricorns. Yeah, she's the day after Christmas. Okay, wow. Yeah, and it's, I think it's challenging. <laughs> it is. You know, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, it's very challenging. Oh, Lord, <laughs> we yes. Are. Yeah. Ooh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Capricorn myself, so that's why I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, we could all probably start a business empire. Yeah, yeah we could. Yeah, we're definitely like, I can only imagine, like, you really have to be mindful how to, like, break down and be like, okay, you know, this is not business. Can we just, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is hard. Like, is. we overthink everything. And we are different, but sometimes we're not. Yeah. It's... Sometimes we're so much the same that it's, yeah, probably an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't have, some, like, another perspective to, like... To balance it out. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, no, I understand. Yeah. I understand, yeah. Because other people hear that story, like, just about us deciding to get married, and they're just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're now you're I... not mad that he didn't, like, romantically propose to you? And I'm just like, no, I mean, we were going to do it. It had to be done. <laughs> And to me, like, I have a way of, like, I guess, you know, mental gymnastics where I'm like, well, it is kind of romantic because it's, like, how we did it. I mean, and like, it is. It is. It's, Definitely. like, very unique because it's, like, it's very much, like, oh, that feels like Sean and Christina where they were just sitting and having dinner and, like, just decided to do it. <laughs> Definitely sounds like two Capricorns making a decision, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, again, definitely, yeah, it's y'all. Like, I think we tend to 
put a lot on like a stigmatize of how things are supposed to go or it's yeah. supposed to go this way and it's like everybody it, it doesn't always go that way but think about it don't nobody else have that story like I mean you yeah. know too, I mean not too many people just get married like that so I, I mean we go to O'Charlie's a lot more often but we don't <laughs> <That's very laughs> no, no. but I mean honestly like for our 20s and like 30s and like we attended a lot of weddings she's a photographer she, she shot a lot of weddings and a lot of weddings that were those people are just not together anymore no, no, and Divorced, and yeah. you know, we our story was a little less romantic and a, had a little less, you know, glitz and glamour. But I mean, we're still we're still together. And that's all that matters, because I mean, ultimately, like the day you get married is clearly like the least, most <laughs> not important day in your marriage. I mean, technically, especially you, you, you do all of this, and it's like for what? And it's really for everybody else, honestly. That's exactly yeah. what we were saying the whole time. We were like. Just getting the money together to like it's it was called the lion's den. <laughs> yeah, this, we this got we hall. had we didn't even have a wedding. We just basically had I mean we had a quick ceremony, but we basically had a big reception for our family at the lion's den. And right off, I right didn't even have a wedding dress. And I remember my friend because like I said, we were paying for everything. Yeah, I, I had a friend that pulled me to the side and was like, "Are you sure you want to wear this dress and not get a real wedding dress?" And I was like, "I don't have a choice." You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, unless I put this off. And if I keep putting something off, it's never going to happen. happen. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm, this is it. And I don't know. It is what it is. And well, I think it's beautiful. And I mean, obviously, if you all decide, you know, you want to do it over again, you could always do it over again. You know? Yeah. We've talked about Shine, that, Anytime you decide yeah. you want to just get on your <laughs> knee, you, know? you can get on your knee. No, but seriously, I think it's beautiful, though. I like it that way. I yeah. We've had people tell us, you know, looking back that, they really enjoyed our wedding, but I mean that—that that was a focus. But we were almost more focused on like making sure people had fun at our wedding mm -hmm. ceremony than we were, <laughs> like, because we knew it was going to be a whirlwind that day, and it was. Like, we barely had time to like eat or anything. It was. I mean, looking back on it, we didn't get like you know great you know three thousand dollar wedding photos and like professionally done and like. But as far as like the memories, like I look back on it, that was some fun times. People were really happy, and we were happy. And let me just say, I think this all that matters, and I think that matters more than anything. Like. I really do like we went through a lot and we did have a wedding and all of that obviously it wasn't what I necessarily wanted because we were paying for it as well yeah um I still feel like we went through a lot and I was trying to make it if that makes sense and it was just like it just didn't go like that if that makes sense yeah. it was just way too stressful and I initially wanted to go away but for my family yeah. I was trying to do it here and I wish I would have just went away yeah. right. and I feel like it would have yeah. just been so much more better and we would have enjoyed it so much more because now when I look back on it honestly it's not really we laugh about things that happened and that took place and stuff like that but like the overall experience it was just like no we could have deal with yeah. it it's <laughs> a know? lot it really is it's, it's so long. much and you're right. I mean, they do. When you're growing up, you have this perception of like how it should be with a big ceremony and a big to do and like everything's expensive. And then you have a, a wonderful, beautiful honeymoon afterwards where you go to some exotic place for a week. And like that wasn't in the cards for us either, just because like we, I mean, we didn't have any money. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do a honeymoon either because we didn't have it. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> it was either a wedding or a honeymoon. We <laughs> definitely. That's cool. Okay, so Christina, why did you get married then? Why did you marry Sean?
Sean. Why? I wanted to get married to Sean because I knew. So I'm gonna back up. So the first time that I saw Sean, I knew that, and I've never had this feeling before. And I and I had a me and my roommate and Sean were all in the same class in college. And I remember we were sitting outside and he walked out and I turned to her and I said, I don't know what it is about him, but I've got to get to know him. And I've never had that feeling about anyone ever before. After like you know, we ended up talking and being friends for a year before you know we started dating and stuff but I, I ended up like I wanted to marry Sean because he was my best friend and I knew I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him and, and share my life with him so I mean that's why I just wanted to do it and we are very selective as Capricorns especially yes. women I can't speak for men I don't know if y'all are as selective as we are I'm not sure about that we girls are very selective it's like you yeah. know like we know you know like it's no like yeah we know we just kind of know yeah. we're very selective yeah there's because you do, you question everything, and it's just like when there's no question, and there's just like, there's just something there. Like, yeah. you don't ever hardly get that feeling. It's just like, I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> the people in our lives, too, were solid, I think, before we yeah. did, too. Like, your friend Bethany, and like, mm -hmm. everybody else was very much like, oh, you two are like, you were in it. And we didn't even really realize, like, but it was just like little things that I guess we would do for each other, or how we talk to each other. Like, I would go visit her at work. Um, and like one time I visited you where'd you work at like a photo like a photo photo mm -hmm. and I asked to like borrow the keys in her car and like I bought her the soundtrack to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind <laughs> it was a big movie that was out then and we liked the, the music that was you know, in, in the it. movie, yeah. And um, I like I went out and bought the CD back when you know people had CDs. Right. And um, you know, I went to work or her work, and I made some excuse about getting in her car, like I forgot something in her car, and then I just left it in her in there for, and you know, it was just like a surprise, just like a little thing, which I need to do more of that kind of stuff. By the way, yeah, that's we've been married a long time, and that's doesn't. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think with the time, I think sometimes you know you just get comfortable. You mm -hmm. know, I think you get comfortable. I think we get complacent mm -hmm. and it was funny because I was listening to a podcast the other day and the girl was saying like you know don't get content like don't get to the point to where you feel like you're familiar with your partner like there's always something to learn no matter how long you've known them or how long you've been with them they change and it's always something to learn and always something to know and I was like dang that's true many conversations as I can think that me and Don have had it's like it's still right. conversations where I still learn things and I'm like dang like I like, you know, I just realized this after all these years. So it's like, it's true. You can't get comfortable like that. Yeah. You always have to be inquisitive. You always have to have those conversations just to see what's going on. And then, you know, keep doing the things that you did to get that person or, you know, keep that person's interest. And I think, which I think is just natural for us to not do that. I think our, yeah. especially with life, kids. It's all like, routine. Yeah, yeah. Routine. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. She does still like, I'm. I feel like in my head, like I know how she's going to respond to things or what she's going to say about things. And, but every now and then, not only like, am I wrong about the stuff that she'll say, but like, she'll make big strides and like life decisions, like with her career and her interests and her hobbies. And like, she's just like, no, this is what I'm into right now. And this is what I'm going for. And I'm just like, sometimes I'm like taken aback a little bit. Cause it's like, you know, we have all this responsibility and then Verona, our daughter and just, you know, a job and career and stuff and to take chances at stuff is not something that's like a lot of people have a lot easier time risk-taking I guess and we don't necessarily so when she does it's a surprise and it's still kind of like it's it's nice because it's I feel like oh there's a side of her that I you know right. haven't seen before oh Sean I like that I like that you pointed <laughs> that out I like that oh 
And let me just say, Christina, I admire you for that, too, because I think, you know, I think that's a Capricorn trait, too. Like, I do think that, you know, we tend to know what we want and we go for it. Like, I love that about us. Like, nothing holds us back from it, no matter how much we got going on. We tend to still yeah. stay solid in, you know, what we want to do. Yeah. It's easier when you have support. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, so tell me, you all been married for... 15 years. If you could tell me two of the most challenging situations you all have had, give me two things, two situations, um, two things that you feel like you all, um, that challenged y'all's marriage. Well, I think, I mean, we've had, I think a general thing is just like finances. That's kind of, that's kind of like reared its ugly head every now and then. Like maybe depending on our situation with our jobs Mm -hmm. or we're trying to do something in life that we just can't afford or we have a hard time paying off debt or, you know, a lot of times we kind of go through the motions, we're paying bills and we're doing that thing, but then something will come up to where it's like, we're just not happy with the way things are and we start blaming each other for certain things, I think. And I, I know that's like the number one stressor for all relationships is it's finances. Okay. And, yeah. uh, and for us, we both have like a, like a vision, like of what we want out of our lives. And sometimes I feel like it's just a, a struggle to try to get there. Ooh. And we're totally different when it comes to money. I was about um, to ask that too. Is and it's it's that's just something like I was never taught growing up how to handle money or deal with money on my own or in a relationship. And I think that's something I I think I mean we still need to get a grasp on it. Mm. And I really want Verona to like not be like us when she's older. But he is more of a um, how do I say this. Um, you could say it now. I don't feel like I've been this way for a long time. You, you haven't. Say the phrase. If he has, he is just like, okay, as soon as we have money, he does has no problem spending it. If, you know, if he wants something or needs something or whatever. Okay. Me, if I go and make a purchase, I'm sweating. I'm like having a nervous <laughs> breakdown. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I hate making big purchases. Like, I feel sick. <laughs> so Sean's kind of like me. I just kind of just spend the money. Uh, yeah. yeah. I just kind of just spend it. So, and he's just like, like, you know, we got it, let's do it. And so it's just, it's a struggle, like, for us to save and, like, build on that and meet somewhere in the middle so we can, I don't know. We're so no, I, I, I think, yeah, I, and I think that's common in marriages. I think it's definitely common. And I do think it's always you have somebody that's better with money than the other person is or yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah. But I think it definitely can be a struggle. I am. I'm, I'm more like that. I, I probably inherited that from... My Aww. mother, yeah, mm-hmm. um, she is, she's a notorious spender, and like, you know, she's constantly getting Starbucks every day, and just like... Well, she gets her pension on the first of the month, and she's yeah. just like, let's yeah. go, honey, let's go shopping! <laughs> let's go Target run, and <laughs> yeah. And then at the end of the month, she's like, oh, I'm kind of tight on money right now. Yeah. Right, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they definitely. And I feel like that's how she used to find a lot of like uh, how happy my childhood was mm-hmm. was how often she was able to take me out to movies or take me out to dinner. Like uh, her and her three kids. She was a single mom. She worked. She was a prison guard. She made you know government money, so she was able to keep a roof over our heads and take care of three kids. And so she kind of prided herself on the fact that Friday night she could take her three kids out to the mall, get them all toys and pizza, and keep them happy. And like she felt like she was doing a good job, which I mean ultimately like she's a good mom, but. 
to think maybe maybe I took the wrong lesson out of that. I don't know. <laughs> Just like like pizza and spending money equals happiness. I don't know. And I mean, I get it. I think it's um, one of those things where some of our issues are rooted into how mm-hmm. we were raised. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we have to look at that and not so much as far as judging our parents or, you know, um, try to offend them for what they did or how they did it, but just learning from them. And like, maybe like you said, what we took from it. Like, she probably seen it as, like you said, um, these are my three kids, you know, it's time I get to spend with them. I want to make sure they get to enjoy certain things. And ultimately, I think if you didn't have that, you would probably say you wish you had that too, you know. And I think everything is a balance. So I think it's like you just have to look at it and kind of learn. You know what I'm saying? And it depends on kind of how you take from things. But I don't think it's one of those things where, you know, it's offensive to her or, you know what I'm saying, for you to even think that way. You know, I think that's just logical. And like I said, I do think, you know, she probably was thinking that she did her best then. And she probably looks at it now and like, I'm sure, you know, it's some things she could probably see that she could have changed or whatever. Yeah. But I think ultimately it wasn't ill. It was the intention behind it. It wasn't ill. So. Oh, no. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes, we, you know, we have to look at that like I do. Like, we talk about stuff, you know. Uh, me and Don just had a conversation the other day. Again, I was listening to a podcast and we were talking. Like, they were talking about how a lot of marriages, they say, like, two of the most common problems are that people don't, they don't go to sleep together and that they don't eat dinner together. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's, you know, and he would think it's like really common and it's funny because me and Don talked about it and it's like we do always eat together and like even before we had the kids we do but like we do but it's crazy because we didn't grow up like it yeah not only that it wasn't even something that like we discussed and was like hey this is how we're going to do this this is how we're going to it's just something we just did if that makes sense and not even to say that looking at it now like it was wrong for our parents not to do that it was just I think it was just different for us um you know my mom and dad they work different shifts um Don and I both were the only child so I feel like it was kind of more of a lax situation right. where, you know, right. you got three kids. Y'all don't need to sit there. You know, yeah. I just think it was one of those things. But it's crazy because, like I said, it wasn't like nothing that we talked about. Or, but for us to never have that and to just automatically do yeah. it, it was yeah. just like, wow. Yeah. We had something similar, I think, because it's like we, you know, I used to eat dinner sometimes. Or sometimes when you got older, you got to be a teenager. You just take your plate to your room or whatever. Like, that's what I would do as a kid. And Christina, I don't know if you've had, like, oh, it was like had. sitting down as a family at night. Mm-hmm. And, and then we, we used to live in kind of a tiny house where there was no dining room no dining room table like we had to like kind of sit on the living room couch and eat for 14 years we lived there um and then now you know in 2020 we moved to a nicer house that has actual room to where we can sit down as a family and it was almost like subconscious like no we are having dedicated dinner dinner time (laughs) where we all come to the table and we've been able to keep that up pretty well and like verona that's what verona's used to verona's actually the one to be like hey no food uh, no phones or screens at the dinner table while we're sitting eating and she makes sure that we follow that rule too so yeah. she she's been good about it yeah and the, and the kids will definitely can keep you in line with some things <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah yeah okay so besides finances tell me another struggle or something that you would say that was difficult for you all i think sometimes not growing apart but just you don't grow apart but you just i don't know how to describe this but you got things going on but separately mm-hmm. whether it's work or kids or even hobbies hobbies are different yeah our interests have changed and that's been a struggle because we don't we haven't had a hobby that's been the same in a lot of years and I miss that um so I think we need to work on that yeah but um I I mean that's one thing it's like on the surface 
and you know people like look at like Facebook pages or whatever like oh or they've been married for 15 years like everything must be great but it's like or just the assumption is like well they've got it all together and that's kind of like the story of our lives even together and separately like well Sean and Christina they they're fine they're taking care of themselves <laughs> like and because of that we don't get a lot of attention from other people because they just kind of assume that we're good and but that's well, that could be like a whole other thing but yeah I agree like throughout the years we're just it's been harder to maintain common interests and in things and to and it's something that we are we kind of struggle with and we're but I think we're at least acknowledging we're trying to, we're focused on it like trying to do better with that yeah harder. we should recognize it I think the yeah. that's the first step is acknowledging yeah. it to even begin to fix something, you have to acknowledge it and be honest about it. So I think with that, I think you all will be able to, you know, come together yeah. and figure out and maybe, you know, dig deep into, or not dig deep, but like go back to what you all enjoyed doing together before. And some of those things may still interest both of you all now, even though you all have other interests, but just kind of go right. back. The acknowledgement is the very first thing. Yeah. And then it may not be something that, it could be something totally new, a whole new hobby, not something that either one of you all do, just something that you... Uh, you know, come together and enjoy doing together, you know. Yeah. And I think just spending dedicated time with just her and I is another thing. Like, yeah. uh, maybe not even like a hobby or interest, or, but uh, that could be a part of it. But like, if you, we were just to like get away for a weekend where it's just her and I, like, because we, we haven't done that in a very long time either. Just and y'all should do that. Y'all should yeah. do that. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, big. Y'all could go on um, hot wire, get a little room somewhere like in Cincinnati or, you know, drive yeah. like an hour away or something. And you hang out and just stay overnight. Because, I mean, you definitely have to take time to unplug and then in tune, tune into each other, you know? Because yeah. if not, it's like, like you said, you just get caught up in the routine, everyday thing. And you get caught up in being parents. And it's kind of like y'all both just kind of left, mm -hmm. you know? You do, and then you start to feel like, even though it is just you two together, you're like, it feels weird that our little person isn't here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you know? Yeah. It's just like, hmm, what do we do now? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard for us sometimes because it, there are times where it feels like the main connection, the main talking stuff that we have to talk about throughout the day is just centered around our daughter and being parents to her as opposed to us connecting on the spouse-partner level. And that's the importance of taking the time and getting out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you don't, you don't want that. Because obviously it, e it easily can become that. Yeah. Especially with the age that our, you know, our children are, what they have going on. You know what I'm saying? They're kids. Mm -hmm. You know, they yeah. just... They they do require a lot from us, but I think we have to be mindful and actually take that time out, you know what I'm saying, to kind of, again, tune in with each other. Because if not, it will. It'll get clouded, and right. then well, each one of you all will start to feel like, oh, well, I'm kind of alone type, yeah. you know. So it's And sometimes it may not always be, oh, well, we can go get a hotel, go to Cincinnati, whatever. Sometimes it's just taking an hour, go to dinner, or whatever the case may be, or just, just some together time alone, just to kind of tune in and just talk, and not about Verona, you know. And yeah. sometimes you have to really, like, dare yourself, because I know what <laughs> It's like a lot of times I'm like, oh, I wonder what the kids is doing. Or sometimes, like you said, it's like when we don't have them, it's kind of like, oh, well, what do we do now? Right. Like we don't have no life without them, and it's kind of like, no, we have to kind of get back into it because guess what? And Verona's nine, and nine years, it's done. So what y'all gonna do in nine years? We don't want nothing to do with y'all. Yeah, y'all gonna have to figure it out, you know. And that's the thing, like you know, our kids do take over our lives, and rightfully so. But they're only here for a short time, and that time is gonna go by so fast. Yeah, and then it's like, what do you have left? after that.
So you have to be mindful of that, though. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think, ultimately, too, like, it's better for her to see her two parents be connected more on that level, even if it's subconscious, just to witness, like, her yeah. parents more connected. Like, yeah. and if we're, if we're kind of being separate in a lot of things, and she just, I don't know, I think it's probably, ultimately, it's better for her to see us a bit more connected. Oh, yeah, I think sure. so. And they pick up on me. Oh, yeah. yeah they do, too. They're so smart. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she, she'll know, like, who to go to for certain. She oh, knows. yeah. Oh, she yeah. Knows. Oh, they'll work you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they'll work you. They know. They know. They know. Yeah. They definitely know. And tell me, what do you think are, and I'll start with you, Christina, and tell me three important things that you think are crucial for a successful marriage to be yourself 100% honest honestly yourself I know that sounds like cliche but I mean I've met people who cannot be honest with their partner and it's it's wild to see that let me just say it's not um, cliche at all <laughs> I mean it's I mean you know what I'm, it's to me it sounds like that's the uh, you should be honest but or I just feel, feel like it should be common that sense, should be yeah like a common thing but I feel like as adults you would think that it's like you know you would just assume that it's just but no and right. I mean, that's the relationships are reward across the board. Marriages, friendships, you know, yeah. just, you know, mm -hmm. everything. Like, people have a hard time being honest. And it's like, no, just be honest. Yeah. Just say how you feel and it could clear so much. Yeah. <laughs> and it's almost like you kind of wear different masks throughout the day, whether mm -hmm. you're like, oh, this is like the job career version of me, like the LinkedIn version of me, right? This is how I am with my friends. This is the father version of me where I'm trying to be like at my best father figure or like, and it's. You like we throw on all these different personas and faces of trying to do these different things, and sometimes I feel like we lose touch with like like who the person like who we really are. Yeah, instead of pretending to be this thing, like who the real person is, and even with your with your partner, like like you know, I have to be a certain way, and like yeah, I agree. You definitely yeah. need to be your true, authentic self with your partner. That's a good one, yeah. Christina, and I think that's the very much again overlooked, and it's you know, it, it doesn't happen like you would think it would. Yeah, I don't. And I think a lot of us, I think like he, like he like shines on so many different masks that sometimes we really even forget who we are yeah. really. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to even, you know, let somebody else in on it because you don't even know who you are. Right. Yeah. I mean, being vulnerable is part of that, you know, just you got to be vulnerable sometimes. I mean, not, I don't know, but I mean, that's part of being honest, but there's that. And then, I don't know. Um, I think a sense of humor. <laughs> Having a sense of humor has to be there. That's for me. Um, I feel like if you can't laugh, and I don't know. That's one yeah. thing I feel bad about when she says that, because I feel like I've gotten older and grumpier, and I'm just not as funny no, as I used you, to be. You, it's still there. <laughs> Hopefully, well, it I hope comes so. out. It's still there. He still makes me laugh. That's cute. He's very witty. Um, <laughs> okay, so the sense of humor. Being honest. I need one more. Um, Sean, what's your what's your yours? What's your three? What you got? Well, I mean, I think three, I think hers were were pretty darn good. I ended up marrying somebody who's ultimately my my best friend. Um, and I think that's. I mean, <coughs> people say that kind of thing, and it like you know, I married my best friend, or I married my friend, and it's like I truly like connect with her more than anybody else you know on the planet. Like I feel like that's what. It, to be with your partner, it's a choice to be with someone and dedicate that space to where you tell each other everything. Mm. It's just like whatever, if it's just something minute that happens in the day, something mm. that bugged you, and the freedom Even in if that. Sometimes it hurts too. Yeah, yeah, sometimes it does. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I haven't been receptive to like her and she just wants to like vent about how her day was or whatever. And like I've had my own issues where whether it be. 
I don't know, depression or high blood pressure or whatever, where I'm not like in a, in a state to receive that, I guess. Mm-hmm. And to be patient and to be... Because at my best, I can like listen to her and maybe offer some decent advice without coming off as like, uh, you know, I'm wagging my finger at her or mm-hmm. something, you know, like to be her partner in this life. At my best, I am that. And then sometimes, she, and she does call me out on it, rightfully so, or <laughs> I'm, I'm not at my best to, to be receptive to her struggle. Um, so maybe that's that's one be receptive to each other's struggles I think that's a good point too and I think on the flip side for you Christina I think that sometimes you have to consider you know where he is and what he's Mm -hmm. able to take in if that makes sense like he said at 100% you know I'm very capable of providing this and I think sometimes we we do get used to that but when you're not or when he's not at that then maybe okay i can't dump all this on him because he's not there so maybe realizing that okay and that's again it goes across the board relationships even with friends you know you call your friend up sometimes and it's like you just want to go all in about your life and your day and it's like no and now like i'm mindful of that and i'm like you know i call my friends before i go i'm like hey how you doing? You know what I'm saying? What's yeah. going on? You're trying to get the energy and the vibe just to make sure before I go in and dump all my stuff on you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. we have to be mindful of that too. Yeah. And again, I think I, we, we do get used to that. As women tend to be more, you know, emotional. We express mm-hmm. our emotions differently than men. They tend to listen to us. And, you know, we get used to that. But it's like sometimes they can't, they, they can't give what we need them to give, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and I definitely think we have to be mindful of it. Yeah. And if I'm off, like, I totally hold stuff in. I just, <coughs> you know, which is typical, I guess. That's kind of a cliche, too, is that guys don't wear their hearts on their sleeve or don't. But she knows when I'm off. Like, I can feel like I'm okay, but she knows right away when something's wrong with me. And she calls me out on it, and then I'll deny it forever. Like, I'm fine. No, everything's fine. You just got to give me space or give me a little, give me a few minutes. I'll be fine. But, like, she knows ultimately, like, we just got to find a, a, a way of communicating that without, I guess, being angry or... I don't know. I understand. Yeah. Totally. I totally understand. Because I think, too, like... Because I know I'm like that, too. Like, I just... Just give me a second. Yeah. Just give me a minute. Just give me a second. Just give me a minute. And I'll get myself together. Yeah. You know, like, I just need that minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, you know, where he's, he's kind of like, you know, what's wrong? Like, no, just give me a minute. I just, yeah. You know, I just need a minute. But again, you know, we have to be mindful of that. And sometimes we have to communicate because, no, we're not okay. If you right. need that minute, it's still something wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So whether yeah. it be saying that you need that minute or just acknowledging, okay, yeah, there's something wrong, but maybe I don't want to talk about it right now. But just right. to say, like, no, nothing's going on. It's like, no. Something's going on. <laughs> if I'm being honest, it's probably because I need that minute to squash it back down deep inside where it's like, ultimately, that's probably not what I need. I need to, like, talk about it. Yeah. We feel like we have to have control of it before yeah. we talk about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I definitely agree with the whole um, friendship thing. Um, I think it's important. Um, and like you said, I do think a lot of people, you know, will say that, but not really, you know, they're not really friends with their partners. And I think that's important. Like, I can say, I pretty much can tell you that's probably how we have survived. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it's because of our friendship. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we truly do. En- we still enjoy each other, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, um, we're still able to enjoy each other outside of the kids. You know, we're still able to enjoy, you know, we know each other enough to where, you know, you finish and sit. You know what I'm saying? You just know. Yeah. You just know certain things. You know, you just have a certain connection. And I think you need that. And I don't think all people have that. Sometimes yeah. I think people come together and I don't even think they know if they like each other for real. Right. You, know? Yeah. You, you know? So I do. I, I definitely think that's important. Definitely. Yeah. If she's mad at me that I'm totally off, and I know it's vice versa too, if she feels like I'm mad at her, 
then she's totally off. We can't, like, ignore it. We can try to all day long but, to be like, oh, well, whatever, I'll just talk later. <laughs> but deep down inside, we're just off the whole day, and we get yeah. short with other people. We're not right. We know when we're not talking to each other in the, in the normal way. Like, we know when we're both off. And we've been pretty good. You know, a lot of, there's that good advice, that old adage, like, don't go to bed angry. And then there have been nights, some nights, where that argument or those Cold War feelings... <laughs> Because I don't know if it's what it has to do, but sometimes it's like a Cold War, you know, yeah. where there's not yelling. Like, we're not arguing. Like, we don't yell at each other at all. Uh-huh. And maybe that's because the households that we grow in, or there was a lot of yelling, uh-huh. and we made the conscious or subconscious decision to not have that or raise our voices. But on the opposite end of that spectrum, it's like, we don't yell, but we have this Cold War. <laughs> Where it's like we don't talk and we just simmer and stew and then finally something's got to break where we have a closed door discussion and like let it all out in like, you know, an hour's time. And, and I don't know if it's probably not the, I don't know if it's any better than arguing. I was going to say honestly, like, but. I'm interested to know who breaks first with you two because we can be kind of hard. So, but that's what I was going to say. We're more, you're just, yeah, that's the feminine side, I think. Yeah. I can't take it. <laughs> I agree with you. I can't even. I hold out a lot of times because, you know, just because I'm trying, but I, yeah. I can't, I'm not, I can't take it. I'm not good. Like, I, I, like he said, like, I don't do, like, I don't do well when we don't talk. Like, I don't, like, yeah. you know, I don't do well. I can try to act like I do, but he, yeah, that's totally right. Yeah. Well, it wears me down too. Cause at the end of the day, I get so, those feelings are so, they, they're exhausting to have yeah. those negative feelings. And there's a time where it's just like, well, I miss my friend. I miss my wife. I just want to talk to her like normal. Mm-hmm. I just want to get over this. Yep. And it's like those feelings outweigh whatever negative feelings I had already. And yeah, but eventually we come to a point where we just, we both, I think a lot of times we kind of simultaneously break. We're, once we get in that discussion and we're going, we're pretty good about, you know, getting And, you know, things. it's minor things that can break. It's simple, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. kids having something in school, so you text the person real quick mm-hmm. and you tell them, hey, such a, it's simple things it that are breaking. Yeah. Just yeah. like it's simple things that can cause you to go in that conflict. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you didn't pick it up from the store and I just, it, you know, right. just <laughs> something. It doesn't always have to be big either. It can be yeah. the simplest things. And it's like, you just annoyed me and I'm just done right now. So, yeah. yeah. In the same way with, again, getting you know, talking up. I definitely agree with that, though. Definitely. And as a as a partner, as like so just breaking down the words as far as a life partner, like my partner for life, like just going through this life with somebody. She's been like just so supportive of everything I've done. She believes she she truly thinks that I can do anything. <laughs> And she's told me that, and she she comes at it with such positivity. And there are times where I'm down on myself, or I feel like I can't do something, or I was actually like unemployed recently for like three months or so, and that was like a struggle financially, or just feeling like you're not going to get back to where things were before, and just like the fear of not being able to pay a bill and all this responsibility. And um, you know, she was so patient with me and just supportive, and like just sending jobs my way as far as like you could apply for this, you could do this, I know you could do this, and like. <laughs> You know, and there are times where I was just like, I was so stressed out that I didn't want to hear it. Like, oh, why can't be this or do right, this? Right, right. But, but she's like, still... Ultimately, yeah. like, she was just, like, supporting me 100%. Sean, that's the blessing of a Capricorn woman. Let me just say. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say. No, but, yeah, I loved it, though. I definitely loved it. I think it's beautiful. Like I said, it's the friendship for me. Like, I think... And you can always tell. Like, I think, ultimately. And the fact that you, you know, the appreciation, the just the fact that you appreciate her, just even the small things that she's doing like that even when you didn't take it that way you still was able to appreciate that you know and i think that that says a lot well i need to be more open 
because I don't want it to take sitting down with a, at a, in a podcast to to express those feelings. <laughs> yeah, Mary, say he's. She's probably sitting here <laughs> like surprised. And I get that, but also too, like for me, like that was the goal of this mm-hmm. of this segment. Yeah. I feel like with today's society, I feel like it's so many divorces being highlighted. I feel like marriage is just totally not. Even highlighted at all in a good way. Yeah. Not even, you know, no, it's nothing positive about it or anything. So I kind of wanted to, you know, sit down with real life couples and couples that I knew, you know, and no, it's not perfect. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not easy, but it's worth it at the end of the day. And I think every interview that I've done so far has proved that. Like, um, y'all true, like I said, it's collective joy for a reason. Y'all have truly brought me joy. Y'all about into, you know what I'm saying, my marriage and thing, helping me to look at things. And also, you know, I hope people tune in and listen and they can look at things as well. Yeah. as you are realizing too okay well look this is this and you know I can you know because Christine's not the first person my last interview she was just like oh my gosh she was like I can't believe he talked this much <laughs> like you know she was like he talks more than he did in, in, in therapy yeah. you know like so but I think it's good to have those conversations and then you be mindful of it and you know because yeah. yeah. I think it's it's bringing it back like I said we get in so routine of everything doing everything regular just with work life everyday things and it's like you don't take time to tune into your relationship unless it's like something like anniversary or something and then you kind of like think about but no we have to sit back and kind of recount why and remember why and you know be helpful to push forward to the future yeah to last another 15 years you know that's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) definitely definitely is there anything you want to leave us with or y'all tell me what y'all's effect is what's y'all's effect i just it's it's work a marriage is work yeah and I don't think people realize that. I think so many people get married with this this idea that it's just gonna they're gonna walk down the aisle and it's just gonna work like magically without I don't know I don't know I think people just think it's just gonna magically work. And in a sense, I think we were kind of shown that if that makes sense. Yeah. In a sense, if you talk about like movies and fairy tales, like I think we were we were kind of shown that in a sense, you know, which is why I think so many young girls want to get married and like I feel like that's why it's so much. Because that's what we were shown. That's all we seen. You know, you ride right. a man riding on his horse. He comes. You have this. Right. That's what we see growing up. So I feel like that's that's how we look at it. Nobody tells us about the work. Think about it. Even your parents or anything like that. That nobody talks about marriage. Nobody talks yeah. about my parents. They were married for nobody. You, nobody talks about that. His parents were married for twenty something years. Like nobody really tells us until after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. and even sometimes you don't hear it then. Like nobody has these conversations. Right. And I definitely think it's important to have because people go into it with you know false pretenses and it's like no it's work this it this is. whole it, it's it's not it's not pretty it work it's worth it but it's work and then you also have to make sure that you know the person that you get with is right because again you want somebody to work this right it's going to work just as hard as you are yeah you know? yeah, yeah for sure yeah. i think like with anything like uh the more work you put into it the more rewarding it is and like even a relationship or a marriage like the more that you put into it the more of a like it's just a deeper experience you have just uh-huh. being on another level with that your partner just being able to look at that person and know what they're thinking what they're feeling having that life experience and the longer that I know her the deeper and my, well, I'm getting real cheesy here but but it's like you, no, you know what I mean no. like I just feel like we're sharing our lives together and that's like no joke we're, we're gonna get to a point here soon where we've known each other and have been each other's lives longer than we were alive before we met right. each other. Exactly. And that's like a that's a that's like a huge fulcrum as far as your lifetime goes. And it's like to to 
be able to literally grow old with somebody and complain about how old we are all the time. And then somebody to get you, somebody to understand yeah. you, even on the days when you're not your best or whatever the case may be, to get somebody to still love you through all of it. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's funny. I always say, like, it's not perfect, but it's beautiful. And yeah. that's just simply it, you know. That's it. All right. Well, I thank you all for coming on and talking to me. I truly appreciate it. I've definitely enjoyed this interview. And I hope everyone else listening does too. I also look forward to having you all back on my podcast (laughs) for something else. We can talk about anything. Looking forward to Sean giving me some tips. He has his own podcast. So I'm looking forward to him helping me out. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you all for coming. I truly appreciate it. All right, guys. That's it. And always remember, be joy.